Now recording. All right, we're good. Hi, it's uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Hold been on, a little peaking. busy with school, bro. You're peaking. <laughs> you're peaking. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this is a great start already. Maybe just talk a little quieter. Okay, yeah. Hi, it's uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, we've been a little bit busy with school, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's not that fun to do virtual school but we're back so (laughs) first free weekend in like a month it's more low-key it is more low-key that's for sure but it's mostly my fault we haven't had an episode because it took me like what a month and a half to edit the ultron episodes so (laughs) it's fine (laughs) yeah um but we're right back into this with ant-man um to wrap up what phase two wrap up phase two and then phase two the ending of phase two Yes. The 12th oh, MCU movie. We've already gone through 12. Yes. We're halfway done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's so, so many, many hours. Three, then. So many hours of editing. So many. <laughs> <laughs> so many yeah. hours of research as well. Research, uh, quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. So many hours of glancing through Wikipedia and IMDb. <laughs> All right. Uh, All okay, right. Let's, let's get into let's it. Let's get into it. So, my. I just want to say, first of all, this is the fir- this one, not Civil War, is the first one that I saw in theaters. I th- originally thought it was Civil War, but then I remembered. So I went and saw this with Connor. Uh, do you guys remember Connor? <laughs> I remember Connor, yeah. yeah. Talking to him last uh, week. Uh, actually, no, yesterday. So yeah, this was the first one I saw in theaters, and I just remember absolutely loving it in theaters. Like, it's so much... This movie was so much fun to watch, and it's it's... Also, besides Iron Man 1, maybe, this is the one I've seen the most. I think I've seen it four or five times. So, I I really like this movie. And I think it's because it's easy to watch. It's a really, like, you don't have to get super invested in it. It's a small story, and it's funny. And if you want to show someone a movie from Marvel... Like, this, I think this is one of the first ones I showed my siblings when I'm trying to introduce them to the MCU. Just because it's a, it's, it's a very simple, very fun superhero movie. So, yeah. I you don't really need to watch any other movies to kind of uh, get, understand yeah. the story. There are a lot of references, though. Yeah, it's definitely a smaller scale MCU movie. And for the most part of the MCU, the Ant-Man films take place with, like, no connection to other films. There's there's references and stuff, but like there's no the like cameo. big like crosser yeah, like okay, there's a Falcon cameo in this yeah. movie. But it's not like Thor or Ragnarok where Hulk is a supporting yeah. character in the film. Yeah. Or like any of the or, Avengers movies. Or the Winter Soldier <laughs> with Black yeah. Widow. Yeah. Can I just say I love I love the we were just talking about how there's not really many connections, but I love the building of the Triskelion. It's connecting them more of the world, wouldn't you guys agree? I quite like that. Yeah. Just it's showing the building what? of it, which will eventually the Triskelion, the building in Captain America. Oh, uh, in the, the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's showing the oh, building no. of it, which is quite nice. Oh, yes. I thought the beginning of this movie did a really well job. Yeah. Really good job at connecting back to earlier films because they included Howard Howard Stark and Peggy Carter, who yeah. you haven't seen since Iron Man Two. Yeah. And that, that also like 
the aging on Peggy Carter? Yes. I was that makeup or digital? That was digital, but the de-aging of Michael Douglas as well was... Yes. Look, it is, yeah. like, you compare it to, like, Winter Soldier and stuff, where you see Peggy and stuff like that, it looks, you can, yeah. it's noticeable, but not crazy noticeable at times, you'll be looking at art, but in this, it looks like it could be Michael Douglas from, like, I don't know, 20, 30 years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just... uh, and if you look at the more modern ones, like, uh, God, what's his name from Guardians 2, where they de-aged him, they de-aged him for the beginning? Uh, oh, ego, yeah, ego. He yeah. looks like exactly. Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell looks exactly Kurt Russell. the same. Yeah, it's looks yeah, it's crazy. And especially, especially oh, and Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson. Jackson, Captain Marvel, yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah. yeah, that was that was insane. But as this well. one, like, just... I'm watching it in full HD, like streaming through Disney Plus, and it looks so good. I I paused it just to see if I could catch any flaws, and there's nothing. It looks so good. It's perfect. Okay, I think, at least... I think what helps with that is because it's farther away than what we've seen in other characters as well. Because when he was yeah. with the Peggy thing, we're like a foot away from her, two feet away from her, which is probably what is helping as well with that. Well, there's one close-up of his entire face where his full face oh, fills the true, screen, yeah. so, and it still looks really good. There's a little, um, what's it called, like blurriness around his mouth a little bit, but that's all you can see, so it, look, it looks great. Um... Just yeah. this whole thing, though, um, this whole intro just is great at introducing the idea of Pym Tech, Empire. of his ideas, and eventually, like, one of the villains, too. And it also does a great job of setting itself in the universe. Like, Ant-Man, two things about this movie, does a great job of setting itself in the universe without really affecting the universe that much. Like, it has cameos... It has little references, um, and it yeah it has you know you can you can tell it's, it's like, in a bigger world, right? Yeah, it's like the Deadpool movies where there's references yeah. to like the X Men movies, but it's pretty much it's self contained and stuff. Yeah, but I also feel like this movie when I first like I guess when I was this movie is like any other MCU movie. Where you pretty much at first you don't really want to rewatch it, so yeah. because you're afraid it'll tarnish your vision and stuff. But usually it's better than expected, which yes. happened with like Guardians and stuff, and it happened with this movie also. But sadly to say, this film, at least in my opinion, is a pretty forgettable MCU film. Like people don't really remember it much. Yeah. Uh, I think the big thing about that is just the villain is a bit bland. Um, he's better than Malekith, that's for sure. But he's still... Yeah. he's um, He has a clear motivation, but he doesn't really have any characteristics or personality besides bad guy. The problem with the villain is that they haven't like developed his backstory. They haven't told like why yeah, they, he's mad well, at him. Like they, yeah, they, they like, do. Yeah, they do actually. They're they, they're saying yeah, they like do. he was that he was like hiding tech from him and stuff like that. He wasn't teaching him everything. Oh yeah, the Ant Man suit. But uh, yeah. he was his mentor. He was yeah, his mentor, but... and he was his assistant. And okay. Hank was hiding tech from him, and okay. not telling him secrets. And he kind of just lost faith in Hank Pym. So 
Okay, that that makes sense. I, yeah, but I also feel like this villain is like so forgettable that you actually forget about him. With Malachi, with Malachi, he's actually memorable because he's so bad. Malachi, you just yeah, but that doesn't him. make it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at, least he, at least he sticks in your memory. This villain, I, I, I think the main reason that Malekith sticks in our memories is because we spent two hours yelling at a screen about him. <laughs> <laughs> You two spent two hours yelling at screen. I was trying to calmly, <laughs> calmly yell. <laughs> yeah, that's right, fair, let's that's let's fair. let's get on from the oh, villain now. We we talk about villains a lot. I find like way too much. Well, they're extremely important. Yeah, no, and, point, and actually, with right. the MCU, the MCU has been criticized with a villain problem. All the villains, yeah. for the most part, are one-off villains who die at the end of each movie. It's only in face. Only in phase three that it changes with like characters like Eric Killmonger, who in my opinion is the hero of, of Black Panther, and Thanos. Mm. Also, hot take. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> we've got to uh, have a little rest in peace Vulture. here. So, oh yeah, yeah, Jack Black Panther. Blizzard. Yeah, dude, that sucked so badly. Like, I know. Oh my gosh, dude, he was so Oops. incredible. He was such a good actor. Yes. So, yeah. I, I agree, but with Black Panther's death, it's it hits hard. It shocked me, mm-hmm. but at least they knew it was coming. At least they knew he had cancer and stuff, and they could prepare. Yeah, well, Kate, Kate, no one really knew that he had cancer. Kevin Feige yeah, he himself, was... the owner of Marvel, found out the day no, of his death. No, but I'm saying Black Panther's fa- Chadwick Boseman's family did though. They like his family. Yeah, did. yeah that, that, that's and true. it's amazing how he kept it out of the press. Exactly. Yeah, yes. that, that that just gives me so much respect for like his family and stuff like that. Just yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. It also makes you wonder what's gonna happen next with like Black Panther two. Yeah, like yeah, it's because Black sad, Panther two it, is already in production or already in pre production at least. And his character yeah. was set up to have a big future in the MCU. Yeah, and it's. I, I feel I like w- they might I wonder if they'll. Just bring in a replacement actor because I don't no, think no, they can. No, 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 no. I have. I don't. Gonna make... we'll, we'll we'll discuss this in Black Panther. I feel it probably a better place yeah. to discuss this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, I... let's get back to All the right. movie. I've got something. Uh, just another general thing about the movie is if you notice, it's really efficient at setting things up, like little lines here and there, just setting things up, and they have payoffs at the end eventually. So it's not as good as Guardians with the jokes and like the setup and payoff with that, but it is good at establishing little things. Um, I'm trying to think of something here. Relationships. This is the movie that I yeah. thought was really good at establishing prior relationships, like with um, Derek Cross and Hank Pym, like Hank Pym and Shield, and then Hope and Hank Pym. Yes. So pretty much, and even Paul Rudd and Luis. I thought it's really good at developing relationships. Yeah. And- I love the relationship between Luis and Scott. It is just hilarious. And I got to say, it's one of the best duos in Marvel, I find, at least comedy wise. Yes, comedy wise. Maybe besides <laughs> Groot and Rocket. Who's that's Luis? Luis. Oh, the guy that. The oh, guy at the front van. I thought it was Ruiz. The story. Oh. It's Luis. Luis. It's the story. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
So good. The actor, the actors too. <laughs> Um, oh, and did you know that the character was a made-for-TV character? So he was not actually in co- the comics beforehand. Oh, they made him for film. Yeah, the, I I haven't read any of the comics for Ant Man. It's very different. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you. Because <laughs> isn't in it Hank Pym is actually the Ant Man in the yeah. main the original oh, one, yes. the main comics line. He also. He yeah. also creates Ultron in the comics. Yeah, he, yeah. Did, he created Ultron, not Stark and Banner. And also the Age, of, really cool. the Age of Ultron storyline is yeah. completely different in the comics. Yes, anyways, so. I agree completely. Ultron was like a recurring villain. Like, he was on par with Thanos. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was like a major threat. Hot take, I don't That's like Thanos true. in the comics, but... We'll, we'll talk about Thanos Thanos! I agree, I agree. Thanos... I don't like him in the yeah. comics because his motivation is to court death. Yeah. He pretty much does everything to impress death, and it doesn't make sense. But I agree. Also, another I agree. hot take. I liked this better than this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have not read him. I like War. Infinity I'm War better Infinity than Infinity Gauntlet, the comics. I got Vance Infinity in reading Gauntlet. comics, and I'm so proud now. <laughs> I have turned another one of us to read comics. And it comics is amazing. Comics are awesome. You just... <laughs> Do not jump into it like I did and pay a bunch of money for some Doctor Strange collected. Just, just uh, don't jump into it. Do your research first. If you're getting into comics, just watch a bunch of YouTube and you'll figure it out. But also, yeah. don't read some of the best comics of all time, like Vance did, or at least like Superior ones. Hey. Vance read Watchmen and also The Killing Joke. I, the first comics, uh, the first three comics I read were The Killing Joke, Watchmen, and then I read Civil War. And I didn't like Civil War. (laughs) But that's probably just because I went from reading The Killing Joke and Watchmen. (laughs) Yeah, The Killing Joke and Watchmen have been writing some of the best comics of all time. So, I'm really comparing to Civil War. All right, let's let's get back into that. We have to get back in the mood. We're getting very sidetracked today. (laughs) Okay, Okay. so, the prison scene. I think it's really great. It's, like, really well done. At first, you think that Scott's actually in a fight and stuff who in a prison, yeah. but then it's revealed that he's friends and it's like a going away prison. So I thought yeah. it was a unique spin on it. Great introduction to the character and his kind of like, I, I guess it's almost a dry humor, but it's it's still like, it's a great introduction to his character and also Paul Rudd is great. <laughs> he's perfect in the oh, Paul Rudd is fantastic for yeah. me. He's like. Probably the best actor in the MCU. The main characters. Like, like I just... Okay, this is off track. But I just watched Parks and Rec. And Paul Rudd is hilarious in anything he's in. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's, like, hilarious. Like, for me, I think he's... Okay, this is what I'm saying. I think he's the most hilarious actor in the MCU. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely up there. Uh, so something about the prison that I found out while doing research for this movie, it is the same prison that Carnage is in, in the Sony universe, Venom universe. So I don't know how that works because this is before the Sony Marvel deal. Wait, that doesn't make sense. The same prison they filmed in or the same prison? No, the same, it's the same prison. yeah, because it's San Francisco. Yeah, it's the same prison. That makes sense. So what I find weird is... Is Venom in the Marvel Universe? No, no, okay. Uh, I'm going to explain Good everything point. real quick. All right. All right. 
Katie got this. You. Okay, so at the beginning, like for years, um, Sony has been trying to build their own universe, and they made like a bunch of like flops and stuff with the Amazing Spider-Man film. But their plans like failed, and they want they were they pretty much did what the DCEU did and wanted to rush their building the universe. Okay, and then now. Um, because of the Spider-Man contract, they made a contract with Marvel to put Spider-Man in Marvel films, like MCU films, with like Civil War, Far From Home. And then re- just recently, after Far From Home was released, there was a contract dis- dis- yeah, there's a con- okay, a contract disagreement, and then the deal is renegotiated. And now, Sony can use the MCU's version of Spider-Man in their own films. And they can have like um, references to like MCU events, okay. but I'm not sure if they like Marvel, like Kevin Feige, is gonna uh, acknowledge that the Sony Spider-Man films are actually in the MCU. It's just like, like a one-way relationship. I feel like there's gonna be hints of it, kind of like the Morbius thing, because Morbius is part of the Venom verse technically, so it's the Sony yeah. Marvel verse. So Morbius, it's gonna. Uh, it's the vampire guy. The, yeah. yeah I'll I'll show you the trailer yeah. later on today. But uh, the trailer has the vulture in it, who's Wait. actually in the MCU. Which trailer? So that's how they're connecting it. The Carnage Morbius trailer? trailer. No, for Morbius. Oh, the Morbius. Morbius. Sh- the Carnage trailer. Oh, is it a TV out, show? So. No, no, it's, it's a, a movie. movie. It's, it's a, a movie. movie that's coming out. Why did? Jeez, I've been behind on movie news. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it it came out a couple months ago, but yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with that because it yeah, it's just yeah. it's just weird. But uh, no, I, I, I really don't wait. Them, Sorry, you go ahead, Kate. I really don't want them to have the Sony, the Venomverse, and the MCU because yeah. Venom, they, I Venom's one my favorite antihero ever, and they pretty much just butchered him in that film. The CGI for Venom yeah. terrible. They should have had I, an R rating. I, mean, I don't know. I like it. I liked it first, but I don't want to. Oh, and they should have had Carnage as the main villain for yeah. the first movie because so, Riot was pretty much a knockoff. The thing with the Venom movie is it has this sort of campy charm that, yeah, like makes it stand out from the rest of um, like the all the other superhero movies. But if you don't like that camp, it's really hard to get into. And the quality, the quality of the film, like it's yeah, it stands against nothing. It, okay, the quality of the film is okay. The quality of the film <laughs> is nowhere near as good as like an yeah. MCU film. It's nowhere good at, near okay. It's like a cult <laughs> classic. Yes, like, it's, it's like it's like Highlander. Highlander is a terrible movie, but it has its fans. Yeah, it's like The Room. You wouldn't compare Highlander to like The Godfather. Yeah. Like you don't compare those movies. It's the same thing with Venom and The Winter Soldier or Venom and Guardians of the Galaxy, which also has a certain level of campiness to it. Yes. We have, we have to get, we should get back on Ant-Man now. We we are very good yeah. off topic today. It's only okay. been 20 minutes, so I think we're thinking Oh, right. that's that's surprising. Oh, hey, we're doing good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh Luis, uh, the next scene is Luis telling uh, Scott about like his family and stuff like that being deported and stuff. That's funny. <laughs> that, that that's so good. That's like more of the drama. So good. 
Yeah, that, that humor. The straight so faces he has. The straight yeah. face he has. <laughs> I don't know. My dad got deported, and so did my mom. But I got the van. Great. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's the delivery. It's Louise's delivery. Yeah, it's the delivery for sure. It's it's an, it's just more of that dry humor. Uh, two notes on Ant Man himself. Uh, it remind he reminds me he kind of looks like Edward Norton a little bit, just a little bit like the he, face. Yeah, yeah, and I can see that. Yeah, it's like a mix between yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Edward Norton. That's my that's like yeah. that's Paul Rudd's Ant Man for me. Um, it's also interesting to have a criminal superhero. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's someone who's like has been on both sides of the law. Like, who's yeah. actually been in jail. Yeah, I agree. They even acknowledge that during the heist stories, like, are, we're the good guys, right? And, yeah, we're the good guys. So, so, yeah. What I like about this movie is it shows how smart Scott actually is. Like, he's yeah. insanely smart. And it's not like the smart, like, Tony and stuff like that, or, like, Shuri later on. It's a kind of street smart more of, basically. It's, it's just, yeah. I always like how they did, portrayed it in this movie. That's another right, so thing I mean, with it being efficient at setting things up. This is a good example. It's efficient at setting things up. They set up his entire thing about him being smart by him saying in like a one lot and like just like a throwaway line, I have a degree in electrical engineering. No, and that sets and up the entirety of him being smart. Yeah, because like I made a note in the like height or the robbery scene where he's like really smart because he knew that about the Titanic metals and stuff and that it would freeze and stuff. Yeah. And he like prepared for it. And even with the tape scene, we got the fingerprints off. Like that really just blew my mind. Another thing Captain Marvel stole, but all right. Yep. <laughs> I don't really rem- remember much about Captain Marvel. Yeah, I I sadly I sadly I do. <laughs> we'll get yeah. we'll get to that. I mean I keep saying we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's not gonna be yeah. a fun day for us. <laughs> yeah. I wanna point out something. This movie is really unique because it has like own little superhero subgenre. It's like yeah. a heist comedy movie, which yes. I think is really unique because people usually forget that this movie is a heist movie. And people usually remember it for just being a plain superhero movie, but it's a heist. So. It's funny because I had forgotten it was a heist movie until I thought about <laughs> it a little bit. Like I didn't, cl- I just thought it was a funny superhero movie. But yeah, you're right. It really is. They've got three heists in the whole movie. Yeah. So. I agree. It's also kind of a science movie, to be honest, because like with the pin particles and the entire lab and stuff, like Darren yeah. Cross's lab and like, yeah. I All love right. the lab designs they always have for MCU. Like, yeah, they always just look so cool and futuristic and stuff. But it always, it always feels a little grounded. Like, you know, like those huge server yep. rooms that you see like in Google and stuff. It's like they know how to mix between fantasy and reality very well. Yes. For sure. It's all it's always that like everything in the MCU is a little grounded, just a little bit. So um, except for Cap Shield. Yeah. <laughs> Cap Shield. Yeah. Physics behind it. The physics ha- behind it. I mean, I don't know. Behind. He has a shield that's made out of metal. I guess that's a little grounded. <laughs> what I'm I'm talking about the physics behind it though. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. What yeah, I'm talking I mean about. it's <laughs> still it's still that's a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's no, but science it's still. fiction fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't suspend your belief for every single every little moment. That's the thing. Yeah. Thing. Like there's some stuff that you just can't get past. Yeah. And but we'll see that later in Endgame. 
Which... Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Endgame is a special oh. case. I don't well, know. We'll talk about it. No, 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 no spoilers. No spoilers. Endgame's butchers. That's hey, what I'm saying. That's technically a spoiler. So that is a huge spoiler. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no talking about spoilers. No talking about spoilers, Cade. All right. We'll, in we'll game, get in game. We'll okay, get there not get a spoiler. There. We'll get there okay. when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. Game is a prime example of what I just said. We'll get there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Good. Okay. It's so hard not to. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. We'll get there, though. Okay. Ant Man. Ant Man. Paul Rudd as the Baskin Robbins guy. Baskin Robbins. Who came up with that idea? So, one of my, one of my, like, surprisingly in the mcu one of the lines that i quote the most the the quote that i quote the most is baskin robbins always finds out it just somehow yeah. it just somehow comes up a lot where i can i, I can use that, that. that i yeah. forgot about that line that's baskin one of the robbins more memorable lines i feel in the mcu oh yeah <laughs> uh, i feel this was uh, the okay that line only stuck out to me during this viewing like in yeah. prior experience, I didn't even notice it. But, I think yeah, it, it stuck in my head because it, in my in the theater I watched it in, everyone laughed like a lot. Oh. Like the entire yeah, but, movie, everyone was laughing a lot. So, but it's kind of okay. The reason I guess I don't find the that line like as cultural relevant anymore is because oh, it's not. <laughs> in the counselor, Baskin Robbins was yeah. replaced with Maude, and Swirl was the one who's yeah. Where we live, our local Baskin Robbins was replaced by a pizza place, but it's fine. We have a frozen yogurt place now, so yeah, no, yeah but it's kind of, I don't see Baskin Robbins anymore. Like I haven't yeah. had one in like five years, maybe or three, four. Yeah, I, don't know. I just yeah. Well, it's disappearing, but you but it's fine. Up. Baskin Robbins always finds out. So you know, forever remembered for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Another thing we forgot I forgot to mention is uh it immediately sets up Scott cares about his daughter, cares about his family, and that's the driving yes. force between behind his character. And that's one of the best things about this movie is everyone everyone has a motivation for what they're doing. Except yes, and except near the end, David like Darren Cross, yeah, the bad guy no, goes off a little so. bit. Yeah. But well, every oh, single but person it, has it a motivation. That. It explains then why Darren it does. Cross it does the particle messed with his head. It but does. Like, I don't like that explanation, but Oh, uh, but it doesn't yeah. make well, sense though, because Ant Man, yeah. because so, hey, no, no, hey, no, no. we'll, we'll get does, there. Like, there's it, there's like it two big things I don't like about this or i don't don't like it's just bugged me a little bit but we'll get there um okay back to what he said about like the each character has motivation i think that this movie is really good at putting in like small scenes where which really shows why the character does what they do yeah one example of this scene is when when ant-man goes to cassie's place before the heist and watches her sleeping stuff yeah i think it's just, really well done just a little bit to remind you like why he's doing it making yeah. that out of context sounds super strange but <laughs> it's such a oh, yeah, sweet yeah, scene yeah. when he goes to watch her it sleep is, but if you talk about <laughs> it they're not, they're not seeing it like we we have but yeah. still 
He basically goes and check up on his daughter, Cassie's daughter. We didn't explain that. Cassie is his daughter. Yes, Cassie. Oh, and then he kisses her forehead. He kisses her forehead also. Yeah, I. It's funny because the same thing happens in the Dark Knight with Jim Gordon going to see his son, and I can't remember in which one the kid wakes up. <laughs> so I always oh. think it's gonna wake up in this one, but in the Dark Knight, the kid wakes up, and this one stays sleeping. Yeah, I know, but the thing I don't get is how do some kids wake up while some kids don't? Like I don't get how you can sleep through and somebody kisses. People are different. I don't know, man. Light and dark sleepers, like light and deep sleepers. Like my yeah. my mom can wake up on anything, and my dad can right. sleep through literally a thunderstorm outside. So want some waffles? Want some waffles? <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I want to say something. Okay, the waffles. So, I just finished watching the show Parks and Rec, and you see the waffles scene with Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd was in Parks and Rec as Bobby Newport, and that's a callback to his time in Parks and Rec. Bobby Newport is Ant Man confirmed. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Because the main character. The main character of Parks and Rec, Leslie Nope, loves waffles and whipped cream. That's your yes. favorite food ever. And yes. so it's a callback to Parks and Rec, yes. which is perfect now that I – it's perfect because I yeah. just really watched it and now Parks I Parks and Rec it. is one of my favorite shows, so yeah. The, the, I agree. Parks and Rec is awesome. Right. I love it. Uh, tomorrow I'm awesome. making waffles. <laughs> That's another one of my most quoted lines. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so if uh, you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's the scene where Paul Rudd's character goes to Ruiz and his friends. Louise and his friends, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) And and they're talking about pulling the next heist, and he refuses. But yeah. Uh, One thing we skipped was the introduction of the Yellow Jacket suit. I think that's what... Did we skip that? that Oh, no, no, no. That's that's this scene right now. Okay, sorry, yeah. Hank Pym is he's a little arrogant. He's he seems a little like full of himself, but he's he's a genius and it's kind of you kind of see it a little bit. He's still a likable character, so and also yeah. Michael Douglas is just really good. I feel, I feel like <laughs> this movie puts a really interesting spin on like the prodigy thing. Like how yes. it's a yeah. prodigy turned bad. Like it reminds me of something. I'm not gonna say Star Wars because it didn't remind me of Star Wars, but it reminded me of like a movie that just slipped by my mind and stuff. But it's like really well done. Yeah. And I also feel like that scene does really well. That scene does a really good job at introducing us to the original Ant Man photos, and it really mm-hmm. shows that there there were superheroes before Iron Man. It shows that there it's like a passing of the torch movie. Because Hank Pym passes the Ant-Man mantle to um, Scott Lang. There we go. <laughs> and it sets up, like, future movies, I guess, or future TV shows. Because, like, a TV show that's yeah. coming out is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Nope. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay, I was thinking of the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I would love to see a movie or TV show set in like the founding days of Shield that's not Peggy Carter. Uh, yeah. And just like showing showing the founding days of Shield and showing all of those classic superheroes, kind of like a Justice yeah. Society of America type show. Yeah. 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 Like in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. I just really? sure. <laughs> I, I've never. I haven't yeah. seen that. I need to watch that. Okay. Season time travel. Okay. Yeah. 
I just say, I love how this movie is, like Kay was saying, a passing down the torch. And also it's a showing, like Kay was also saying, this is a superhero movie that sometimes it's good to pass down the torch. Because look at what Hank became, sort of. He became, I'm not, I wouldn't say really senile, but he kind of became more arrogant of himself the older he became, which probably would not have been good for like a superhero role. And yeah. you could that could be explained by the pin particles as well, but um, it's kind of like Logan esque, where you can't be the superhero yeah, forever. Yeah. Yes, I yeah, agree. and like, oh no, spoiler! I almost said something. Okay. I stopped myself. <laughs> I stopped myself real good. Uh, another little thing. Uh, Hope Evangeline Lilly plays Hope. Uh, Hank Pym's daughter plays Tariel, which I Wonder didn't notice at first. In the Hobbit, yeah, the the elf in the Hobbit that's forgettable for all those who haven't seen. No, the she's not like forgettable. Times. She's polarized. She's not forgettable. Her character yeah. is just polarizing. People like polarizing. debate about whether her character is a good addition. Yeah, she I think, wait, 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 I think we mentioned this last time. We like the Hobbit movies, but we all think there's stuff that's wrong with them. So yeah, that's, like I I actually I really like the Hobbit movies for like. I recognize that there's a really good movie inside of the Hobbit movies. Like, there's some yes. stuff that, yeah. There's but, some really good scenes. Yeah. But yeah, Evangeline like, yeah. Lily, and I didn't notice that at first at all because her hair is completely different. Her hair, yes, I made a note yeah. of it. Her hair is like all like weird, I guess. It's like short, it's Bob like, cut, is that? Because, yeah, yeah, it's no, not weird, because, it's just different. I just, no, I just remember her haircut from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. And, yeah. It's just, it's longer, movie, I guess. Yeah, it's just, it's, this movie, she's like a spy, I guess. Or like a secret, super scientist Russian spy. Uh, no, not Black Widow. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what I'm That's yeah. oddly specific to not be Black Widow, but okay. <laughs> because Black Widow is a secret Russian spy. That's what yeah. Black Widow is. And I, yeah. I'm just pointing right. out. So one of the things that Cross says when he's, like, giving the presentation on, like, the old Ant-Man is he's like, yeah, this stuff is crazy. Tales to astonish. And that stuck in my head. And I looked it up. And the first appearance of Ant-Man and Hank Pym was in a comic series called Tales to Astonish. In Tales to Astonish number 27 and Tales to Astonish number 35 was the first appearance of Ant-Man. So... Uh, I don't know how many people know this, but probably not very many, but back, back, way back when in, like, the 60s, um, Marvel was um, distributing and printing comics through DC Comics. So they could only... Yeah. So they could only print a certain amount of issues per month. So they came out with all of these different, like, vague ones, like uh, Strange Tales or Tales to Astonish. Um, I can't think of any other ones, but... Yeah, I, uh, I can't think of any other... But they introduced yeah. some of the, like, the most important characters now to the MCU, yeah. so... Like, Doctor Strange and the Human Torch um, shared, oh, like, oh. uh, shared Strange Tales. And, like, Tales to Astonish had Thor, I think, and Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they basically just had... A full issue that was filled with like a bunch of different superheroes where they could try out introducing new superheroes and if people liked them they'd bring them back so yeah tales to astonish little that's a really 
really cool reference to those who know comics. So there's another reference in that scene as well when we're seeing like the blaster, like the when the yellow jacket shoot is firing. Did that sound sound familiar to you guys? Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because it's the at at or the at at yeah. shot. It's the it's the at at shooting or at at, at whatever it is. I don't really care. But uh, <laughs> it's yeah, the, 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 the same sound effects. The for that. Same. Yeah. I did not notice that because I don't really rewatch the. Yeah. You you. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I I don't. I do not rewatch like. The original trilogy that much i haven't seen the I original mean, trilogy in like a couple years like a year and yeah. a half maybe two years no, no, but I've it's still seen, it's not like my favorite i've only rewatched return of the jedi yeah quinn's got his star wars the... shirt on <laughs> yeah but i, I always have... have a star wars shirt on <laughs> i literally have the whole entire crawl of the first movie on my back right now <laughs> oh wow my math That's teacher, a cool shirt. my math teacher my math teacher came up to me he's like what is that on your back and he's right there <laughs> behind me and i was like i'm trying to do my math homework right now <laughs> Okay, yeah, back quick, to the quick recite the. Wait, no, Quinn, can okay. you recite no, wait, the no, opening no. crawl? Oh, yeah. Dude, I have trouble remembering names. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Fine, fine. We're a okay. little bit off topic, uh, but I have a thing. The use of the yellow jacket as a war suit. Like the entire like marketing campaign, like really, like was really intriguing, I guess, because it shows what the Ant Man suit would do if. Like it was used for war. Yeah. Another thing I noticed in the scene was a tattoo that looked very similar to something we've seen earlier. Oh no, no, no. That's no the ten rings. There's a ten rings tattoo later on yeah. in the movie. Like the no, no no, it's it's no no no, it's you can see it during you can see it during the introductions. You can see there's a guy who was mistaken originally for a hydra agent, but there's a guy you can see just the faint outline, but you can see it's a ten rings yeah. tattoo. And that's yeah. the same organization that took Tony in the first trail, the first movie, and also which is going to play a huge part in Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. Yeah, because it's it's, it's in the trailer. I finally watched that um, All Hail the King one shot, which I highly recommend. Yes, yeah, it's very good. And that so actually, in, it's on Daily Motion. <laughs> yeah, that intro's on daily motion. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, wait, I'm kind of surprised that they don't have like those one shots on Disney Plus. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's... I don't know why. It's really yeah. Maybe it's because they were produced by Paramount Pictures instead, because it was part of yeah, early Marvel. But like, I don't know. Yeah, because there's not a lot of them. No, like you don't see them in any newer films. Yeah. But that is that actually introduces the real the idea of the real Mandarin and the real like ten rings. So you find out that Trevor yeah. Slattery is not actually the real Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's the guy's name. I think it's yeah, it's Trevor name. Slattery. Okay, just yeah. Okay. One of the things is just kind of cross quickly becomes a very obvious bad guy. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, like, that's, I got very Lex Luthor vibes from him. Is me too. I, I even wrote a note. Uh, okay, I'm showing you my note right now. Uh, I wrote a note. Uh, okay, read it. Okay, I'm. Let's see it. Oh. Okay. Okay, give me a sec. I'm gonna highlight it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I can't see Kate in general, so. It's the baldness and the genius scientists. So. Yeah, that's that's what I find. Yeah, yeah. Except Lex Luthor's a lot yeah. smarter. Yeah, I, I I I made that note. Also, 
He's like, yeah, I can't believe you guys also did it. Yeah, he's like Lex Luthor. I, I haven't, yeah. I haven't read any Superman comics, and I haven't watched any Superman movies except the man, I, except oh. Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Okay. But no, no, really he's not the Batman and versus Superman. Yeah, version of Lex Luthor, the terrible. Jesse Eisenberg. Not, yeah, yeah, but the Supergirl version of Lex Luthor and the Smallville version of Lex Luthor is insane. There's so many. There's so much plot twists involving him and stuff. He's like a genius. Yeah, yeah, I know that much. If you guys want to see a good like Lex Luthor, like animated wise, I would suggest watching Young Justice. That show, that show is supposed to be a kid show. It got really dark at times, kind of like Clone Wars <laughs> and sort of that. I'm watching Batman the animated series right now, so that that's. I watched that so much when really, I was younger, and it was really amazing. Good. It's really good. Um. Okay. Uh, we have the birthday. We have the birthday party scene, which sets up a lot of little uh, things. It sets up really. conflict with Scott's, um, like what what his uh, his ex wife and okay. the person he okay. she remarried. Conflict with them, and especially oh, Beyonce. Just... Beyonce. Yeah, there's a throwaway yeah. line that says he's. Oh, they never actually Beyonce. got married. Okay. No. Oh, okay. but they, they might have did it in the second film. Like I think people. they are in the second film. Wait. Yeah, so, oh. Huh, okay. Yeah, but uh confusing. Yeah. So the the kid uh oh god, what's her name? Oh, Cassie. what's her name? Cassie. Cassie. Uh, I should remember that. Yeah, Cassie, it also sets up that she likes creepy things, which is kind of funny. It's so ugly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no. It sets up it sets up that that's that's like why she likes the giant ant at the end. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of no. For little, me, little, I feel like efficient setup. Yeah, I feel like the character of Cassie is later kind of copied by a character we see later on in a future movie. I think and I know guys, what you're talking about. Yeah. I love you, three thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hope, Still, what, I'm hoping, I what I'm hoping for is later on, like down the line, that now that she's been aged up, basically, I'm hoping she becomes her comic form, which is Stature, which is basically like, I haven't really read much of the new Avengers comics, but basically it's like a new, like a new generation of Avengers, basically, and Stature is one of them, and that's, uh, that's Cassie. That's Ant, that's Ant, oh, so, okay, cool. But, but the thing is, though, they haven't really explored, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp yet. They've only spent, like, two yeah. Like an Avengers film and stuff, but no, they don't really explore them. Yeah, it, they still have a big. I'm hope... I don't I'm know if they'll the do any more though. I don't know if they'll do any. No, they're doing a third one. Not... Uh, they're just gonna make a third one. They're oh, not... oh, King the they're Conqueror. They, they cast King the Conqueror, a third Ant-Man yes. film. King the oh, Conqueror. Cool. And I'm, I'm hoping Aang yeah. gets. I'm, I'm they... hoping Aang gets. It's there. Like, I hope Aim is introduced. I don't in think as they well. should introduce King in the Ant Man film. I don't think they should introduce King the Conqueror in an Ant Man film because Ant Man films are let are not as watched as other MCU yes, films. Yes, that's the big thing is they don't make a lot of money, so I don't know if that is going to be that many Ant Man well, movies. Well, so it, it, the thing is, the thing, the oh. reason why they would introduce Kang into Ant Man is because of the quantum realm. Which I'm gonna we're gonna discuss later on, but the quantum realm is where Kang basically lives. Okay. I don't think the quantum realm has some. The quantum realm is whew. 
Um, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But it's amazing. I think the next scene is the date between with Hope and uh, Darren Cross, right? Yeah. Okay. And, there's this one line in it that I think is really, really good. Yeah. Hope says to Darren. Sorry. Hear that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This line is really good because there's double meanings for it. Yep. Hope says. Hope says, you deserve everything coming your way. It's a big line because it shows that it has a double meaning. Yeah. It has a meaning in the conversation, but also in like a bigger picture. Yeah, like, and it also a little bit establishes that Hope is on, uh, side. on the good guy side, I guess. And that scene yeah. also does a good job of setting up the motivation of both Hope and Darren Cross. So again, yes. it's, it's a very efficient movie. Um, wait, wait, wait. Why did Hope not... Uh, yeah, can you explain? Why did Hope like get mad at her father? Like, I didn't really understand she, that either. She wanted she, to become the, the new Wasp, basically, but her father said no because he was too worried about what happened to his her, her mother. That and after his mother died, after her mother died, he left her for seven years and dropped her off at boarding school and didn't see her. So, he's not a good father. There's, there's not a lot of good fathers. <laughs> no, he's not. No, they copied the arrow plotline of Tommy Merlin. I'm pretty okay, much. Just because it's a similar, I don't know, man. Just, be, okay, just because it's they a similar plot. Just because it's a similar plot doesn't mean that it's they copied it. Yeah, exactly. It's a similar yeah, character okay. trope. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna explain the plot. So, the, okay, so in the scene, Tommy, uh, no, Malcolm's. Okay, Tommy's father is Malcolm Merlin. Malcolm Merlin's wife dies, and Malcolm Merlin goes to train with the League of Assassins for like two years or maybe seven. I don't know, but then later on, later on, Tommy and Malcolm do not have a good relationship because of that. So yeah, so the heist? that's the Sorry, it's the beginning oh, of the no, heist. No, no, it's no, the no. famous explanation no. scene. Yes, no, I love we, these. We, these we, are we, so cool. No, no let's we, we got about, let's move on. Let's move on. We, we no, we forgot about the prank scene, the bathroom scene. Oh, when he kills that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. The special effects in this movie is disgusting. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's why I was hesitant to rewatch this movie. Yeah. The special effects for the discussion scene. They're that's good, the movie, but they're gross. They're very good, <laughs> but it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why this movie is kind of lower. It lowers, uh, it's good special effects, but it lowers like the movie's rating for me. It's a little because gross. It's just so gross. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, the the explanation he does it a couple times uh, in this one and the next one too. And like the most creative thing about it is how all the characters or all the characters, all the people in the flashbacks are lip dubbing to him and like mimicking his uh, personality, the way he talks, which is it's so creative and it's so good. And you can definitely tell that Edgar Edgar Wright wrote this because yeah, that yeah, is yeah. totally his style. Know. Edgar Wright was originally supposed to direct this film. Yeah. He like should have. He should have. I agree. Nathan Reed's uh, good, but Edgar Wright would have made this film, like, yeah. unforgettable. There was issues, though, with uh, how they want to connect to the MCU. So I'm wondering if he wanted to introduce, like, Kang maybe earlier on and stuff like that. 
So or another or another big Marvel like AIM or something like that earlier on. Yeah, but actually at the credits though, um, Edgar Wright is credited as a screenwriter for this film. Yeah, yeah, it's because they t- they use some aspects of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want I want Luis to narrate like flashbacks and stuff like that. Now is that just me? <laughs> I love the way he does flashbacks. Oh, wow. and stuff. Just have just have him in Ant Man and the Wasp three, just, just explain. The no, just no, just explain the entirety of Infinity War and Endgame, just to like catch up I mean, someone. Just do that. Yeah, I agree. I think like they might. Do that. I mean, that would that would fit, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it. What was I gonna I, say? Uh, you guys have seen. You guys no, have both no, seen no, Clone no, Wars, right? Because Malik was not like didn't really take place in Endgame in, in or Infinity War. He wasn't, like, involved. No, he knows, yeah, I know, he knows but Scott he knows what well. happens. Scott would have told him, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, And sure. it would have been kind of obvious, because the blip, you know, it's kind of a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, like, firsthand, though. Yeah. Uh, so, you had something, Quinn? Actually, in the heist scene. The actual heist scene itself. Me too. There's a Titanic reference with DiCaprio. (laughs) There's a bunch of Titanic (laughs) references. I thought it was really funny and well done. That killed killed DiCaprio. That killed everybody. Not the old lady. Old lady survived to throw Jim in the ocean or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Real good. What are you talking about? Rose? Yes. Or what was it? The necklace or something? I've never seen Titanic. I, I, I watched it one night for Thanksgiving. It was just super late. Yeah. I don't remember watching. I watched it after COVID. So yeah. So can I just say I like the suit in in the movie more than it is in the comics. The suit oh, yeah. is so much nicer. <laughs> also, so much more practical looking than the actual suit in the comics. Just look it up. It's kind of embarrassing. It's very well, very sixties. It's very sixties. It hasn't okay. really changed that much as well. In newer yeah. comics and stuff, they they like the classic design. Oh, really? which I'm hoping they eventually to change to this. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. Before this movie, this looks more I like an ant. Yeah, I agree. Before this movie, I thought Ant Man was the lamest superhero ever. Like, I didn't like him one bit. I thought he was like, yeah. This movie oh, yeah. actually makes him likable and interesting. I guess. It's Still not like, down to the actors who play him. It's the yeah, Green Lantern that. effect. It's the Green Lantern effect. It totally is. Because, like, Green Lantern is a terrible movie, and now everyone thinks that... Uh, now everyone thinks that Green Lantern is dumb and stupid and doesn't make any sense. But the comics are quite good. And it's the yeah, same... Green, actually, how Jordan the comics is good. Yeah. yeah. It's actually... It's actually more... It's actually closer to the Batman 1966, the TV show. That oh, made yeah, everyone yeah. think that Batman was super campy and all for kids and stuff, and then they revamped it in the like late seventies and eighties to make it more. Closer to the stuff. recent Aquaman film, where everybody thought Aquaman yeah. was lame and stuff, but then the film, yeah. Aquaman, badass, like absolutely. I hear awesome. you can talk to fish. <laughs> Do we have anything else more on the heist scene? Oh yeah, the electrical, en- electrical oh. engineering thing that like you were talking about. Yep. It's he shows it with yep. the electronics and some of that. Yeah, and then like, also hinted yeah. the ants because he keeps brushing off ants all the time. Remember that? Uh, really? No, oh. and there's a camera. There's also the camera filming him. You see the camera. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. Do I just love I love heist movies in general. Like Ocean's Eleven is one of my favorite movies. The the remake, not that. the original. The you haven't seen Ocean's Eleven? Oh. It's on Netflix. So you should watch it. I've seen the I've seen the original one and the new one. I haven't seen the second two. So. Oh, like thir- 12 and thirteen. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Twelve is bad. Thirteen is all right. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's next? Uh, I have the bathroom scene next. Titanic. Uh, oh, Scott. No, the Louise first. There's also um Scott first thinking that the Ant Man suit was a motorcycle suit. Yeah. The weirdest motorcycle. It does look like a motorcycle suit a little bit. I mean, it's that's what most of us probably would think as well, unless they were us and they knew what the Ant Man suit was. We knew the movie is called Ant Man. No, but before that, we have Darren's uh, worst scene in the entire movie. Darren's, like, unrelenting view of the test subject, where he pretty much kills the sheep by shrinking oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's baby lamb, so I was sad. Like, that's so sad. I was like, it's also showing distinct- how the particles have corrupted his brain. I ah. distinctly remember uh, my mom looking on the IMDb parents' guide and seeing that. And almost didn't let me go see the movie <laughs> because of that scene. And I was, I don't know, I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know when this came out, a couple years. 2015. Four. 2015, so five years ago. Yes. So I would have been 11. Wow. 11. Yeah. Feel old yet? <laughs> this movie. What made me feel old, old recently, <laughs> what made me feel old was The How to Train Your Dragon, the first movie came out 10 years ago, and I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Oh boy! Even like the Avengers film, like the original Avengers yeah. film, it was eight years like, ago. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. Like I remember going to see it in theaters, and like yeah. it seemed like so new. And yeah, it's just it's crazy because some of the movies are now like almost ten years old, and that makes yeah. you feel old. we're sixteen-year-old boomers. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you guys always talk about how you guys saw like kind of earlier on, like movies and stuff. The first movie I watched in theaters, I think, was Thor Ragnarok, maybe. No, it was Doctor Strange. It was oh. Doctor Strange. The first one I watched, I think, was Doctor Strange. Or that I was the Doctor Strange or Infinity War. Doctor Strange wow, is the good really? first movie to watch. Yeah, I, I, yeah it is. I, I didn't get into Marvel until 2018, really. Actually? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I got into I mean, Marvel to keep up conversation with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be, like, the whole thing is, like, you're getting into movies to just talk to us. <laughs> it's the whole thing. I have a huge list of movies I need to watch because you guys are always talking about movies. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what's funny, though? Is I feel the same way about other people in movies. It's like, they've seen so many more movies than I have. So, no matter how many movies you watch, you will always be recommended movies and always feel that you will never have seen enough movies. It's crazy. I agree. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, that was a long tangent. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, bathtub scene. Bathtub scene. Bathtub scene. Yes. I, okay. Scene. I have so really many notes done. on this. I think one of the best so scenes cool. in the entire movie. Oh, yes. yeah. All of the shrinking, like the shrinking yeah. effects yes. in general are so cool. I love the camera focus where, like, the, uh, if you're filming something really small and up close, the field, I forget what it's called, but, like, the stuff that's in focus is a lot smaller on the camera like it's a lot uh 
smaller area on the camera that's what's in focus so they do a good job with that where like everything in the background is out of focus and also the little dust particles and stuff that are floating yes. around that looks so I was, good i was gonna say we uh, there's a note in my, that I, I can't speak today uh, <laughs> i have a note in my thing that says basically i forget what movie was it uh winter soldier we we're talking about the water and it like the water cgi was a little bit out of date and we were also talking about on the Hulk where the the water animation, the dust particle animation was yeah. off. This movie, yeah. they nail it. Oh, 100%. yeah. 100%. I think like a lot of it. Out of the faucet and stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of it is practical, too. Like, I think with yeah, those, yeah, yeah. like, the effects in this, uh, like, special effects are at their best when they're used for small things mixed with practical effects. Like the unless Rexy scene. In unless Park. you're talking about big movies like infinity war and Endgame, because those are practically animated movies but it yeah, mean, it's or, I, they yeah. they look they look really good but i like the visual effects on this because it's more subtle another thing uh when the water's oh, coming I... down everything everything moves slower so like he shrinks down yeah. and like he's like an ant everything's moving slower so yeah it's just yeah. uh what is it it's uh, i literally just learned about this it's some. It's basically where time moves slower for smaller things, and the larger, like the blue whale, for instance, largest animal that ever lived. Time moves slower for them than it does for us, or at least relatively, prospectively oh. to them. I believe so. Wouldn't it move faster because it's bigger? No. Because hmm. look at fly, for instance. They 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 live in eight times speed, basically. You see everything in eight times speed. So yeah, that's why it's you, so hard to trap a bug. And that's why people say I have like a ninja hand or something because I'll be like just catch it out of the air and stuff. And people are like, do you actually catch that? I'll be like, and it flies out. They're like, what the? F- why did you let it go? And I'm like, well. Yeah, you forget to squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. We are getting physics, so off track. Wow. We haven't we haven't made one of these in like a month or a month and yeah. a half. So we're a little bit off track. About. Yeah. It's been an hour. <laughs> Can I just say the physics in this movie are very off at times. Just because, like, when Scott falls first to the floor, it cracks the floor, right? Because he's he's the same yeah. weight. Then how can so Hank carry mass. a whole tank? Same yeah, mass. same mass. But how can then Hank carry a whole tank on his keychain? And how and how can he ride a bug? How can he ride the ant? There's a couple. There's a couple other things. How does it make it smaller? Is it shrinking the space between atoms? That's how he gets smaller. Then how do you go subatomic? You become the atom. <laughs> yeah, literally. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. If you're shrinking you're space atoms. between oh. atoms, you can't be any smaller than an atom, yet you can go subatomic somehow? I don't know, man. Oh. It's uh, comic book yeah, science. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. Oh, that doesn't. Me. But, like, oh, so the ant thing's not a plot hole because they made, like, a little harness for the ant. Still. That wouldn't would displace the weight. Oh. It's oh, we're talking about like physics stuff. We're not talking about like harness. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. We're we're talking about like that physics, physics and stuff. It. But it, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Oh, another thing I love is in that little sequence where he gets small. He's like holding onto the record by its grooves. They're like yes. Oh, no, and, and then you see the needle hit. Yeah, it's like uh, the base drop. Like, That's so cool. I felt that one. Such a satisfying moment. <laughs> and then he. Uh, uh, anything yeah. else? Have anyone to say, anyone else have anything to say on that before he returns it? Uh, uh, yes, I do. So, um, you know the cat that he falls on. 
and like makes like a thud and stuff like that. And the cab driver just looks up like this. He's so confused oh, yeah. by that. <laughs> yeah. So that actor is the first actor that ever played Ant Man on TV. Wait, really? Oh, that's so cool. Yes, he played it in a SNL skit, like in the '60s or something like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Not, That's... The suit looks hilarious, but that is so he, cool. Yeah, I was re- I was doing research on it. And I was like, "You kidding me? What?" I love little callbacks like that, like uh, Incredible yeah. Hulk with the guy that played the original Hulk. I, I love little things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Luke now. Yeah. So then he breaks. He uh, next scene he breaks bat. He breaks into the house again and returns the suit. And I love the line. He comes out. He's like. I didn't steal anything. I was returning the thing I stole. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, I'm so good. I, I didn't really like how Hope called the police though. Like I, I, I didn't know she knew about it. Like I knew um Hank did, but I didn't know Hope knew about yeah. it. Yeah. Like I knew Hank was testing him, but then how did Hope know about Hank? I mean. He's refusing to let her wear the suit, so I guess she can probably figure out that there's someone else. I mean, she she lives there too, right? No, 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 she doesn't live there. No, she doesn't. But... No, but, but how would she know the exact time to call the police? Like, if she doesn't live there, how would I don't she know. know he would be going? I'm fine with, I'm fine with you. I, I doesn't, it doesn't, it's that not doesn't that big of a me. deal. I mean... It's not that big of a deal. She calls the cops. I would, I would have been more upset if she didn't call the cops and someone else called the cops, like Hank, because that wouldn't oh, make yeah. any sense. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But hope. Or if, or if nobody called the cops, like yeah. I just felt kind of bad that he called the cops on him. Yeah. But then, but it did lead to that one little scene where he's like, "I'm just returning something I stole." Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Uh. I love the breaking out of jail sequence. Just that whole thing. It's it's more of like the cool shrinking effects. Uh, and just like mm-hmm. the really creative things you can do with a man the size of an ant. So, um, Antony is introduced. Right? An- An- Antony. Yeah. Antony. Yeah, I right? think it's like pronounced like Oh, that. no, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But the, I like the, the little ants that you ride. And, uh, there's a newspaper that they fly across. Um,. That says who is to blame for Sokovia, yep. little thing. Yes, I made a note. But the newspaper is like so sudden that you have to like really yep. watch for it's it. You blink or you'll miss it. Yeah. Uh, that sets up for the next movie. Yeah, that's all I've no, got no. on that. Oh, and you can see that it's in San Francisco. You can see the hill with a little white column on it. Oh, um, you can also see the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. I also Next. want to point out later they also point out they also like talk about the Sokovia Accords and like reference it with yeah, like yeah, yeah. Iron Man. It's like I had I actually have this, but it's pretty much about like Iron Man and how they dropped the city from the sky. It's no 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 the, the scene is where Hank is talking to Scott and they're like Scott's like shouldn't we call the Avengers for this? He's like and then Hank's like ah. they're probably too busy dropping cities on people. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's just the little things. It's like I was saying, setting it in the universe. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, Next next scene I've got is he's in the bed at Hank's house, and there's a little continuity error. Uh, In the shot, you can see the floor, and there's no ants. 
until it cuts to uh like a second later and you see all the ants that are on the floor so yeah. little continuity error it happens um yeah. Not that big of a deal. My sister's watching Ant-Man upstairs, by the way. <laughs> now nice. I'm hearing the music like... The music is good. Quite right, but, uh, I agree. It's really like unique, I guess. It's like... It's... Uh, and then there's also something I want to point out with the music, though. Is you hear... Okay, I'm flashing forward. You hear Falcon's theme. Well, during yeah. that scene, you hear it uh, just as he like, swoops in. You hear his you hear theme. a little bit of his uh, oh. like guitar theme. I think it is, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and you also hear the Avengers theme when they first fly over the Avengers facility. Yeah, just like uh, a little yeah, bit. That, kind that's, of so the after isn't the next scene the training montage, right? Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's I that's really down, like, that's further down. I really okay. I really like this scene where you pretty much have Scott hold out his hand and hope like punches him and he's like, "This is how he punch." And Scott gets back up and like, "Were you aiming for the hand?" Yeah, that was so. Fun. Yeah, I'm almost wondering if like how much of this movie was improvised because there's yeah, definitely some too. aspects where yeah. you can tell it's improvised. Yeah. Uh, um, can I just say? Paul Rudd is, I think, how old was he? I think he was 45 when was, this movie was recorded. Wow. Think he looks... 46. Hmm. He is ripped. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh he's yeah. shredded in this movie. Yeah, it's funny. And See, that just... Yeah, when Hope checks him out a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's also where the... There's also the scene where he jumps through... A scene that I think yeah, like is where he jumps through the game. Yeah, it's yeah, so that, cool. That scene is hilarious. This movie is a, a lot of good yeah. montages. A lot of good yes, montages. It's, it's got the heists. Yeah. It's got the training yeah, sequences, and it's say. got the uh, Louis explanation. It, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got the heist montage. It's got the heist the montage Ed, feel to it. It's got that Edgar Wright feel. That's like the big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is they're trying to emulate Edgar Wright. It's crazy because it's like Goonies. Goonies emulates a Steven Spielberg film. Well, it's produced by him. It's not directed by Steven. It's produced by him, right? I think it's. I think it's produced by Amblin. I didn't think it was. It wasn't directed by him. But I feel like this movie. Yeah, I feel like this movie kind of like did, kind of copied it by like making like the director's style in the movie, but the director wasn't actually directing. Yeah. Yeah. It emulates it, and he's the writer, so yeah. I don't really have anything on the training montage. I mean, it's just, it's good. It's, it's good. creative. They, it's, a, it's a great way of introducing all of the ants and all of the abilities in an entertaining way, which is key. Because mm-hmm. they, they easily could have just said, you've got these ants, they can do stuff. And then it, it wouldn't have made any sense when you have all these crazy ants doing stuff. Literally like... crazy ants. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like it would have made it worse if they hadn't shown the training montage and they were just like, oh yeah, this earpiece can control all ants. Hank actually had, not yeah. Hank, Scott had to actually learn how to use it, which I like, which I like, yeah. Than just other movies and stuff. Cause like, I feel like Cap, for instance, he like got his powers in sort of, I mean, not really though, cause he had that whole thing. I mean, he sort of knew how to use them, but not at the same time. So it's more yeah. like, I like the more like natural progression, I feel. Yeah. All right. Um, 
Uh, is the next thing is the Avengers think, HQ? Yeah, I think so. Good Falcon cameo. It's actually a good fight too, and it it yeah, introduces it that uh, that um, like shrinking and going going back and forth between shrinking and normal size, really tall to like make mm. your punches hit harder, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I also want to point out what the Falcon cameo. Is Falcon has a new suit and stuff, mm-hmm. and this oh, is the cool. first film that really like shows the Avengers' new headquarters and stuff, and that people actually use it. I feel like it's kind of a cool way to relate like this movie to the Avengers, like have like a crossover kind of with like a Falcon yeah. cameo. And usually, the Falcon cameo is kind of forgettable; yeah. like people don't really remember it much. Just like this, this entire movie, <laughs> but like the Falcon. Yeah. Uh, there, there's. I'm, I'm my view. Uh, this movie's forgettable. There is, but it's underrated. <laughs> there is a nice callback to Age of Ultron. So at the end, end of Age of Ultron, Thor uses the Bifrost on the lawn and stuff like that, and then Tony's like, "This man has no, like, no concept of like what lawn care is, basically, and stuff like that." And in when Hank, not Hank, when I keep mixing Hank and Scott up, when Scott is coming up, you can see an outline of where the Bifrost was. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, uh, oh my, my screen kind of froze for that part, but I feel like I saw that on like Instagram and stuff. But I feel I feel like this is also one of the first times where like a character from like a different franchise interacted with a different character in a solo movie. Oh, you're talking. Yeah. I I mean that happens all the time in the comics where just a hero yeah. will cross over. I guess you have that kind of in Iron Man two, right? Yeah. But Sorry. not as much, because no, 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 not, 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 not with. No, you have it in Iron Man. Talking. You have it in Iron Man Two, with oh, Black, uh, Widow? Black Widow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, oh, but it's oh, yeah. kind of totally Black Widow is introduced in that movie as well. So this is yeah. kind of the first time where oh. it's uh, introduced in a separate movie, completely different to this character, and still makes mm-hmm. a cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's what I was, and I, for me, I actually am starting to really hate the character Falcon. Why? Hate him? I don't know why. Huh? I'm starting to hate him because of this film. He seems like he's like a hot shot. He like knows what he's doing. Well, he he's does. Being an Avenger, but he's a soldier. He doesn't do it. Yeah, but he didn't do a sing. He didn't do a single thing in the Age of Ultron that proves he should be an Avenger. And then in Civil He's War, a... I hate Captain America and his entire okay. team. Okay, when we get, we'll like, get to Civil, Civil War. When we get to Civil War, in Ultron, Civil War, hate the title. He's not an Avenger. He's not an Avenger. He's looking for okay, Bucky. The reason, the re- yeah, I was gonna say the reason he isn't in, oh. the reason he doesn't do more yeah, in Age Ultron is because he's searching for Bucky. Okay, but but in this film he is an Avenger now. No, he isn't. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, yeah, no, he is. You're right. You're right. You're right. The yeah. end of Ultron. Because he's like yeah. the train, the new, the train, the new Avengers. Yeah, the new Avengers, even though it's just more. <laughs> no, but the thing with the okay, the new Avengers, we don't see any. We don't see them act as a team because yeah, by Infinity War, the team gets back together. Well, we see we yeah. see them in Captain America Civil Civil War at the beginning with uh that place. Yeah. Yeah, we see. No, but like War Machine isn't in the beginning. Like, that's a good point. That's, that, that's the one. That's the one guy, though. I like. Yeah. 
all of the movies after this, except for a very few, I haven't seen that many times. So, I, I mean, I've only, I like, I think the only one I've wa- rewatched after this is Doctor Strange. I think all of the other ones after this I've only seen once. So, no, I've only seen that once. So, I don't really remember a lot of the specifics after <laughs> this. Um, yeah, I don't rewatch a lot of movies. <laughs> okay, so, let's uh, get back into it. Yes. Um, is, oh, there's, what is next in your guys' notes? We gotta we we skipped ahead, or I think so. There, yeah, we did because there was the Ant Man and the Wasp flashback scene where Hope learned the truth of her. Yes, that's the next scene. Yeah. yeah. That's the after the training montage this is it's it's actually a really emotional scene and i think it's mainly because the actors do such a good job of portraying the emotions that it just drives the entire scene like you actually feel something yes evgen lily really nails it when she breaks down you can it's really believable yes yeah then paul rudd's timing in that scene is really awesome also like he just said, hey, did I just ruin a nice moment? And then he's like, oh, bye. Yeah. So I think the I think the interesting – the good thing about that is instead of switching from a very emotional scene to another funny scene, they use something that's already in that emotional scene and in context um, to switch the tone where so it's not as jarring and they can use it for comedy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a lot oh, of notes, surprisingly. Uh, I guess the Darren's next scene is. Darren's surprise visit. Oh, this yeah. Yeah. Kind oh, of yeah. Where Hank just walks in and he's right there. That's. Yeah. They do set up with a couple lines like how he keeps his doors unlocked. The so. They do? Yeah, they set it up. Oh, that's a couple what Darren lines. said. No, no, no. Said, hey. Before then, I think oh, yeah. uh, Scott Scott yeah, says it at one point too. Yeah. At the beginning, he's like, "You can always come. My doors are unlocked. You know that." Yeah, and stuff like that. He says yeah. it. He he says it. He says it to hope at the beginning. He's like, "You know, my doors are always unlocked. You can come home wherever." Basically, says it to hope. Scott says that he should lock his doors. Uh, so yeah, they set it up. Um, it is. It's a pretty tense scene. Um, yes. I don't know why. Scott controls the ants to hide the pieces instead oh. of hope, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. but by the way, I forgot that one of Ant Man's powers is controlling ants. Like pretty much, I just remember the Ant Man's power is being is being to shrink and go grow giant. Yeah, that's the only thing. Because it doesn't happen in any of the crossover movies. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, control no, ants in Infinity War. Um, well, I mean, exactly. is there really anything you could do with ants in Infinity War or Endgame? Surprisingly, like, according to this movie, you can do anything with ants. <laughs> yeah, like, like... I'm wondering if, like, the truth about the ants is correct. Like, I wonder if they can actually, like, like build stuff and do stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, they're, uh, called, so... they're called carpenter ants, right? I mean, Oh, okay, so stuff. the reason... Can I explain? So yes, there explain is a scene... ants. I know a lot about animal biology. So um, yeah. there's a scene where we see ants, like, basically building a giant raft and stuff and building, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. ladders and stuff for for Scott. So that, that is an actual real thing. Uh, fire ants. Awesome. I think they're called northern fire. Uh, yeah, imported they're fire, fire ants. ants. 
Uh, they can they literally build rafts because of how waxy their bodies are, and they basically create air bubbles in between themselves in the water, and they'll basically swap ants out basically to create a raft. Basically, it's really cool. Yeah. And yeah, they they can build a whole bunch of stuff. Like Vance was saying, there's carpenter ants over that. They can hold, I think it's ten times their own body weight or something. Like yeah, that. it's uh, ants are crazy like that. Yeah. The problem with the raft though is the ants would drown and stuff because they uh, have, no. they. Have no. Oxygen also. But Cade, like what I just said is the ants swap out constantly. Yeah, oh. they're rotating. Ants are constantly like, swapping. Like they're, yeah, they're rotating. Yeah. Okay. I want to. Okay. I wanted. I want to see in. I wanted to see an end game so bad. Just a bunch of giant ants attacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just Avengers team. You see giant ants just coming in. Just bah. Yeah. <laughs> they have giant ants. That would be so cool. <laughs> Um, oh, so the yeah. plan was originally was Scott to go up Thanos' ant. <laughs> yes, I love that theory. So good. Okay, talk about theory? I wonder if they actually did that. That would have been hilarious. I agree. That would have been it, like. Wasn't that actually thing. like a thing that, that yes, Marvel about, yeah. started, or was that a thing yeah. that just uh, memes? Fan theory. It was me. Yeah, it was me. Oh my god! But I'm that would have sure been hilarious. I'm pretty okay, sure film I'm... theory did an actual video like. Yeah, could they, that did. Work? they did. <laughs> yeah. And it could. Oh man, I think it could. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but speaking of planning, I'm like when I first saw this movie, I was surprised that Civil War only came out uh, a year after it because for me it seemed like Civil War came out like two years after, like a while after. Yeah. Like I was surprised yeah. to see Ant Man in Civil War. Like that surprised me because it was like really soon, I guess. Ant Man was only given one film and then they just dragged him into an Avengers film. Or Captain America, Avengers 2.5. Yeah. Well, I didn't really... Scarlet Witch is only in one movie before Civil War. That's true. I mean, well. Black Panther well, isn't in Witch. any movies before Civil War. It's just not in. Yeah, but, but for Ant-Man, it just kind of surprised me, I guess. Yeah. I also wonder if they just planned all this out beforehand. Because that's what I... Marvel plans for a long they, way I think the they plan their phases out pretty carefully they were already they already had phase three plans when they were finishing up phase one yeah the end of phase one yeah. not the beginning of phase one but the end of phase one but sometimes those plans are not the best star wars oh. all right uh okay trying to get back we? to the movie where where are we <laughs> my next thing is the heist, heist. with the... the actual like big heist is next right? yeah yes hmm? okay who is uh, it so funny he's like hey when he like goes, hey, I've, I got an order from the boss man. He's like, and he whistles like he whistles like he actually uh, whistles. Yeah. Small world, like, it's, it's small, small world. Yeah. It's so good. He, he's so funny as a security guard. Yeah, and also we get to see his boss exact because at the beginning of the movie he claims he's the only guy to knock out. I think I forgot where the guy's name is. He's the only guy to actually knock out the guy that punches Scott, and we yes. actually get to see his yeah. boxes because he literally one punch just yeah. knocks a guy out. Yeah, impressive. I thought that was a good callback. Again, yeah, I didn't actually it. notice that. That's yeah, you're right. Set up and set up and pay off. It's key in comedy. Uh, oh no, no, we we missed the scene where Hank's reaction to Louise and his friends and stuff. Oh yeah, that whole thing, reaction, that whole thing is hilarious. 
<laughs> that whole thing is hilarious. Yeah, I was, I was kind of um, skipping past it because it was really that important. Yeah, the heist is pretty standard. It's, like it's still heist. good. It's like a normal heist movie. Basically. Yeah, it's your, it's like your generic heist, but it's still fun because we've got all the characters that we like, and yeah, I don't know. It's, there's nothing super special about it except it's it's good. It's well done. Yeah, um, that's, one that's th- good enough. One thing I have on the heist, uh, there is a scene. Uh, there's a scene where we see the Hydra agent guy. We see him steal one of the yellow vials of the Pimtech. I think I think what they were hinting at in that possibly was later on for maybe AIM or something like that. Because we know AIM might be in, uh, what's it called? Phase 4 possibly? No, AIM was in uh, Iron Man 3. Oh, you're right. Yeah, AIM. Yeah. Well, I'm saying I'm saying more of AIM I meant. Like, yeah. Bigger, yeah. Like MODOK and oh, some of that. No. Yeah. Oh, the problem with that scene, I feel like, is it never pays off. I feel it's kind. Of, I feel like it's kind of like the leader in Incredible Hulk, where they yeah. set it up. But we, the thing is, we don't. Know, we it's only been a couple of years since that movie came out, so we don't know if they're still planning for that movie. Yeah. One problem. One problem with the heist. How Darren Cross's knowledge of Scott Lang being Ant Man? How did he connect the dots? Like, yeah, I had that just, as well. Because of Cassie later I, I, on. How does he know that Cassie yeah. is Scott Lang's daughter? I didn't get that. Like, I don't know how he knows so much about Scott Lang. Like, it doesn't make sense. Because he never met Scott Lang. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even give any indication that he knows who Scott Lang yeah. is before the scene. Yeah, that's fair. I, uh, bet they did, I bet they set it up somewhere and we're just missing it. Yeah, probably. Um, Maybe. I'm not sure. It seems just to be that sort of idea where Darren Cross is kind of spying on Hank Pym. Yeah. And Hank Pym is in contact and spying on... uh, What's his name? Scott. Scott. But yeah, they should have had some sort of throwaway line where it's like, how did you know about Scott? And it's like... I, extra I hacked extra into your I hacked into your computer system or something. It's yeah. Like I can see all of your ants or yeah. But, yeah, but uh, it, there's but, some stuff where editors show not tell. Because I feel like that would just like another yeah. bit of extra information. Like if they I, showed like Dan Cross earlier in the film, like see Scott and or I don't the know. Whole, uh, the whole like show not tell thing is a bit. I think people use it way too much in when talking about movies, because you definitely need to tell people things occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes exposition is needed. Yes, and I agree. With that. I think sometimes a throwaway line can be much more effective than adding an entire scene, like. If you, I think the show not tell should be used if you're trying to enhance a scene, like, um, I don't know, through shot composition, where you show one character standing on a ledge, like standing up on a higher pillar than the other character, like a higher oh. level or step above. 
Yeah, and that shows, like, the character's more powerful. Um, and you don't need to say, like, you're more powerful than I am. But it, it just it enhances the scene rather than entirely yeah. creating it. I don't know. That's my that's my take on show not tell. Yeah. I will agree. I mean, but thing though is, too much exposition is sometimes not the best. Like yeah. if a film has too much exposition, it can get boring. I guess. Yeah, like but dude. It, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I wait have to not see seen the. Uh, time to get back to it. Uh, so one thing that always bo- not bothered me, but I always felt was weird, was the suitcase fight scene. Yeah, me too. I felt it's it's oh. weird because it yeah. shows the laser like coming out of the suitcase and stuff. It's funny. It, it doesn't make yeah. a hole. The C- the, C- the laser doesn't make a hole yeah. in the suitcase. CGI is a little yeah. bit off. I feel like at sometimes in that scene. I didn't notice it too much. Well, I, I noticed it with the phone, for instance, and like the yeah. candy exploding and stuff. It's just it, it's a little bit off, just slightly at some spots, which always bothered me a little bit. But. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I, I forgot to mention one thing. Uh, there's another Star Wars reference. It's I don't know if you guys picked up on it or not, but when he is flying on Antony through the exploding uh, computers, mm-hmm. it looks exactly like the end of Return of the Jedi. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And he even says "yeehaw" at the end. Oh, oh, <laughs> exactly oh! You're talking like about Lando. Oh, in oh, Return no. of the Jedi, not oh, A New Hope, not A New Hope, Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah, because Han Solo yeah. says "yeah" like that at the end. Lando says okay. it. No, no, at, in uh, okay. Han in Return of the it. Jedi. Uh, I, I'm just saying. I'm thinking of New Hope. I'm thinking of New Hope. Han goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, if you watch the scene side by side comparison, it's exactly the same. Okay, but so I, I also forgot to say something. There's a really effective like scene. It's a Mexican standoff where you see Hope pointing her gun at Darren. And I just realized that it's the second Mexican standoff yeah. in three films. Because in Winter Soldier, <laughs> there's the entire, like, yeah, like yeah. the Shield Nations and the Brock Rumlow Mexican standoff. But then this one I thought was really good also. Because it really showed, like, that, like, willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I guess the next big thing is, oh, Anthony dies. So Anthony. sad. Yeah. So sad. I was just confused, like, why is he shooting a gun at ants? <laughs> yeah, I know. How? How? Yeah, I didn't get that. Like, yeah, that didn't make. Sense. Not big brain time. Tiny but, brain time. No, you should be shooting like acid or something. Oh, oh, no, I have a really good thing. Okay, falls, they land in the lake, yeah. they get back up. Best scene, no, not the best scene, but a really funny scene is where yeah. Ant-Man just grabs a ping-pong paddle and just... Swats yes. him into a, into a, a, yeah. a bug zapper, I think it's called. Bug zapper. But, I thought he yeah. actually died there. The yellow jacket? Oh, the, Me too. His, his I thought it would have been so funny if he died. If he actually yeah. died, in that, that would have been I so did. funny. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> His like resurrection is like something out of a horror movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like I can see that being in a, hor- it's in a scary. horror. It's scary. This movie has a like, it's not as 
outrageous as um like age of ultron where it's complete tonal shifts the entire movie Mm -hmm. but it is there's a bit there's a bit of tonal shift in it it doesn't bother me same with age of ultron it doesn't bother me that much it doesn't bother me uh, age of ultron i didn't really care yeah and now one of the most really interestingly shot scenes yes and like i think the mcu is like the thomas the train the tank engine fight where you see the we're like skip, we skip we skipped a couple things in my notes can we go back real quick like the uh, louise like the destruction of pen particles yeah we totally the skipped that uh, whole thing yeah. and we skipped the tank we skipped the tank keychain. oh yeah and, and the shooting we also <laughs> skipped hank getting shot oh yeah yeah and hank getting shot we totally <laughs> skipped that okay so let's go back man we're um, really losing our I have here. one one question yeah Seriously, when he's in the glass cage, when Scott is in the glass cage and he's trapped, why doesn't he expand to escape? I thought of the exact same yeah. thing. It yeah. doesn't make sense. Maybe, yeah. I don't know why he doesn't expand to maybe, escape. Wait, maybe he thought his head would land into the laser because the That's laser. That's true. Yeah. There's lasers and stuff, so that might cause issues. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. goes my arm. Um. <laughs> then why didn't he just no? But then why didn't he just use like the one those expansive rings and expand? The he does thing? eventually. He does eventually. That's oh, how he yeah, escaped. He yeah, I forgot about. Yeah. yeah, and also I was really confused about the particles altering the brain chemistry. That yeah, was just a little. Too. That was kind of out of nowhere. Uh, that was ad lived in after. It's not followed through upon. Uh, so you don't see that in any later films. It was added in after. Because I mean, I'm just assuming this, but you can pro- you can mostly tell because when Hope is talking, you see her talking most of the time, and then it pans to Darren as soon as, and then as soon as they start talking, like the brain chemistry change, it pans to Darren, and you don't see Hope talking at all. So I'm wondering if they dubbed it over in the later scene. Yeah, maybe. That would make yeah. sense, yeah, right? But it never followed through upon, like because like in Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, the wasp comes back, and she seems fine with the quantum realm. She seems fine. That's the healing particle. Yeah, she's... But uh, I think w- w- uh, one of the things I think maybe the, one of the issues in Ant Man Three is possibly the pit, like the pin particles affecting Scott, because at that point he would have been wearing the suit yeah. for years. At that point, and Hank was saying after years of use, he started feeling effects. Oh. So I'm wondering if that might be one of the big uh, issues yeah. in Ant Man Three. Scott going through some no, of the issues I'm, of the pin particles. I'm not sure if that's just yeah. a throwaway line. Like I feel like it Hope might, might have just like calm him down, like give him yeah. a false sense of security and stuff. Yeah, I thought Hope was tricking him at first. Like yeah, that was I mean, my original impression. About the yeah. pin particle thing. Yeah. Oh, he Hank says that himself. No, Hope's No, 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 no not uh, the Hope. pin particle. About the Yellow yeah. particle. brain about, chemistry about the brain. No, 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 Hank, Hank, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, Scott is talking to Hank, and Scott's like, Why don't you wear the suit again? It's like, I can't, I've worn it for two, yeah, months. yeah, and it basically would alter him even more. Yeah, it's taking a toll on me, is what he says. Yeah, yeah a toll, but it didn't say how it affected him. That's true, yeah, you're right. It didn't yeah, say it mind. they should have said, like, If you wear the suit, if you wear the suit long enough, it has an effect on you, or something like that. Yeah, um, I mean, okay, also, uh. 
Are we on to the uh, Thomas I, scene now, or the tank? No, oh, he the gets tank. shot, and then the tank. The tank is awesome. They actually set it up. They have two close-ups of the tank throughout the movie, just to like set up, so it's not a surprise. Yeah. He takes the keys. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, yeah. Early on. So I, I I love that so much. It's yeah, it's so good. Um. Then. Uh, oh. oh, the explosion and like shrinking looks really good. Yes, I, I, yeah. I think that looks that looks oh, really no. cool. It's kind of like for me, at least this is what I felt like. It's kind of like it went to another dimension. It's kind of like how it's kind of like the dark world where everything like went to the dark world. But to me, but I'm not comparing this movie or even relating it. I'm just saying it seems like they just it's a portal. It seems like it's a portal to another dimension. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of just seems like it exploded and then it shrunk. It looked like to me imploded but... more than exploded. Yeah. It looks like it imploded on itself. It Im- yeah. That also, okay. the, the shrinking right. of the, instead of it exploding, because that would also, with the particles and stuff, that'd still probably be in the lab. I could explain why yeah. it imploded and then shrunk. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, the next scene I have, like the next notes I have, is on the fight scene in Cassie's room. Is it? Yeah. So we're skipping ahead. We already talked about the other yeah. stuff. Um, skipping back ahead, the I um, it's, it's really incredibly it's well scary. Shot. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I made a note. I think Cassie would be scarred for life after seeing that. After seeing like yeah, well, made her room and then like implode on himself like just disappear like, yeah just, that was a pretty disturbing scene for this movie so yes. uh the imploding thing that cage said so i think i brought this up in the last movie but in every f- uh phase two movie someone loses an arm in the movie or a hand yeah. or something yeah and the, i saw it totally yeah, this guy the first thing that implodes from is his right arm it shrinks in so and it shrinks like a substantial amount of time before anything yeah, else. Yeah, so it's noticeable. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one. That ever everyone in Phase Two loses an arm yep. in one of their movies. So, yeah, hey, yeah, I remember you talking about this. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a really long while because I, I don't remember all of them. Yeah, but so uh, there's also some foreshadowing of. It sets up the next one nicely, I guess. Yes. With the, like, you see the silhouette of the wasp and stuff, yep. and the whole music going into the quantum realm. Yeah, when he's in the really shows. Yeah, so, the quantum realm, pretty much. Wait, 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 wait. Are we? We're not in the quantum room yet. I, I've got notes before that. Yeah, I, I was gonna. We have notes. I've got. I've got notes. The train set fight yeah, uh, is awesome and hilarious. <laughs> it's so good it's i love like all the shots where it just cuts away to cassie's perspective yeah, she's like and just like little lasers flying yeah. out from the trains, and it's just like and it, it runs over cross and like it just topples off the train tracks it's so yeah. good so, um, it's so funny the creators of thomas only allowed thomas to be in the scene if thomas didn't do anything evil because they didn't want the scar kids <laughs> Yeah. Apparently, oh, yeah. Thomas crushing a police car isn't evil or something like that. No. No. No, no, no but I'm just saying putting like people in harm's <laughs> way and stuff like that. But like still, yeah. I've got to say. Also, there's also the giant ant. That's yeah. a messed up. Yeah. 
the messed up looking dog. <laughs> yeah. So the Thomas the Train coming out of the building is, I think it's the most I've laughed at an MCU movie. It is so funny. It's just like out of nowhere, and it it. I mean, my car. It's just so shocking. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really funny. Like you can't really describe something as being super funny, but it's really, it's. I think I think it's one of the, it's one of the funniest moments in the MCU. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, all right. Uh, I didn't really. For me, I I didn't really. I guess. Nothing was really. Stood out that way. Not, not your, really not your sense yeah. of humor. I mean, he's subjective. I, I yeah, honestly so, don't know what I find funny. Yeah, but. that's the thing about like this one and Guardians and all of the other comedy movies is comedy is completely subjective. So this movie, like, I love the Ant Man movies because they're really funny and they're easy to watch. And um, I guess I just really like heist movies too. So I love this movie, and it's completely subjective. Like, if you don't like the Ant-Man movies because either the comedy doesn't suit you or it's just, like, insignificant or forgettable, like, I don't really care. <laughs> but this comedy is completely subjective, you know? You can't really convince yeah. someone that this is funny or this isn't funny, so. Yeah, because yeah. I guess for me, like, it's, it all depends. Like sometimes what I find funny, like it takes a while because sometimes I watch a movie and other people are laughing or and I don't find it funny. But then there's only the last time I remember laughing my heart out was Borat, the naked fight scene. I haven't seen Borat. You guys know that movie? Isn't that oh, like the Borat? Yeah. It's the, it's the it, where he pretty much creates a character, and they film him going around talking to people and like yeah. doing stuff like with the character. But yeah, I've 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 heard it's really good. I'll check it out. Um, oh yeah, it's it's really good. I think yeah. the last time I laughed out loud as a movie was like that, like um, at a first watch. And the one I really remember is the Blues Brothers. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, it's just it's forget it's like people forget it all the time but at the ending it's so funny because they had way too big of a budget for the movie and they just start throwing police cars off of buildings and stuff like that <laughs> and it's just i just i just love that just random humor or it's just things happen like at one point in the movie carrie fisher drives up pulls out a bazooka and blows up their hotel and they just walk out. It sounds very mad. <laughs> and it never comes up again. It never comes up again. And it's so funny. That sounds very like mask yeah. as comedy or like the I think it's company comedy. I think yeah, oh. Python esque is it's uh, where it's absurdist. Uh, yeah. yes. it's, that's it's my favorite. The Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah, have you guys seen the Holy Grail? Yes. Oh yeah, that's my favorite comedy. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie. No, I, <laughs> no, no, I'm not trying to offend Quinn, our jaws dropped at the same time. Hey, I, I was laughing so hard I couldn't sleep. <laughs> that movie just wasn't funny. It, oh it just, my god! It, it, it's a product of its time. It's like no, Monty Python is timeless. Yeah, Monty Python is timeless. No. Look at some of the skits. Okay, have you seen? 
I don't get it. I don't get how it's timeless. I don't. I, just, I guess you just don't get a. I guess. I guess that also fits into why you don't think this movie is super funny. Is the absurd? This movie is a lot of absurdist comedy. No, I think Ant Man's really funny. I just didn't laugh out loud during this movie. Yeah. So I guess you just don't like absurdist comedy as much. You would not like the mask, then. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, but like Jim Carrey is one of my favorite actors, and I really don't like any of his movies that much i just love the absurdist comedy yeah. like i guess i love the mask but yeah do you like ace ventura okay, um... oh i saw that movie yes i like i liked ace i liked ace ventura yeah, yeah. that was funny okay yeah that, that scene there's only, the only thing i remember about that movie is that a dolphin gets stolen and then the main girl villain, villain turns out to be a boy yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb uh yeah uh have you seen the dead parrot sketch though yes monty python okay i'll send you the dead parrot sketch and the cheese cheese shop sketch those are my two favorites okay let's go back let's go back one of my favorite things in mcu movies is when they have really creative experimental visuals like i love dr strange because of that oh that's but an no, Doctor Strange oh, yeah. is—it's like Inception, it based its visuals yeah, it, off. It's exactly like Inception. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So with this one, with the uh, subatomic sequence where he goes subatomic and it's all kaleidoscopy and everything, reminds me of the Stargate sequence from two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Um, I've heard of it. It's got that it, same like, like acid feeling, but yeah. I, I... Okay. The th I, I gotta show you guys that movie because if you watch 2001 A Space Odyssey on your own with no context, you will not like it. So I've gotta watch it with you. Do not watch 2001 without me. <laughs> okay? okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I keep mixing up uh, or, yeah, I keep mixing up that movie with Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That movie. Yeah, that it's movie. nothing like that. It's got no plot. It's I mean, okay. it's got a little bit of a plot, but not really. Okay, let's okay. get back to the movie, guys. We've been recording for a while. Okay. I'm Scott's thinking outside the box. Yes. And also, I think another thing that helped him escape the quantum realm was he used Cassidy to focus. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. That's the like, main thing. They had, that, uh, they had that set up earlier with that's how he controls the ants, is focus on Cassidy and how badly you want to see her. So he focused on Can Cassidy to, fo like, to escape. That's why he was able to escape and why... Um, uh, the wasp, the original yeah. wasp, wasn't able to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Or why that. Darren couldn't escape either. Well, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But the original wasp had uh, hope. She, he had hope. She had hope to focus on. Yes, but it wasn't like yeah. in that moment. They didn't know about that as well because, like, I don't, I don't think it was developed yeah. enough at that point. But yeah, okay. Uh. Yeah. Do you guys have any more points in the movie, or should we move on to the end credits scene? Yes. Uh, no, I've got, I got, I got more stuff. Okay. Um, I have, I have a couple things. Yeah. So just one I more thing. I feel like Marvel, Marvel doesn't make a lot of stand. Marvel doesn't make a lot of standalone movies. Yeah. Like the recent Joker, that's a standalone DC movie, and I guess I'm kind of sad because most Marvel movies are just MCU or X Men. They don't have like a solo film that's just one and done. Their solo and ones are I the best. Like, like Logan. Uh, no, they don't have. Oh, no, but that's an okay. Logan. Logan awesome. and Deadpool, I guess. 
Deadpool technically is not. Is Deadpool like Fox X Men? Yes. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Okay, so do you want to explain it? Talking about Disney. Okay. Okay, Disney. So, okay, Disney. Okay. So Fox and Marvel and Disney own different parts. It's like a yeah. big rights issue where Fox owns like the X Men and the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Disney owns like the. Well, now Disney main... owns everything, right? Yeah, now or they Disney, they yeah. own everything that Fox had and partial ownership with the stuff Sony has. No, I have a no, picture but, uh, that no, represents it perfectly. So if you guys want to send it to you, I can. No, it's is it is it like the Venn diagram with all of the heroes' faces? Yeah, I've seen that. But no, now I'm kind of sad though because I feel like every movie Disney makes now is focused towards the MCU. I'm I'm yeah. sad that they won't make any standalone films like Logan. Well, they might they might uh reboot the continuity eventually and have their own standalone stuff because they do, like comics that happens a lot. So they might they might do they might do stuff like that. Um, and I my guess is that in the future uh, they will have a lot of standalone alternate reality stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, isn't yeah. there that TV show, the What If TV show? Yes, that's isn't that's that coming out. That's 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 yeah. not a that's not in the Marvel universe at all. It's a animated series that they're doing. So, yeah. What if it's gonna be like? What oh, if, is it? But is it with Peggy MCU Carter? MCU Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's be like, what if Peggy Carter had no, the serum instead yeah. of Steve Rogers? Yeah. What if Steve Rogers had Captain yeah. Planet, uh, Tony's tech? What if there was a zombie yeah. invasion? But it's stuff like that. It's like, yeah. what if? Yeah. It's like there's a com It's based off a comic series. It's based off the comics, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I guess even like the alternate realities kind of tie into the MCU because like the, they can travel through the multiverse. I guess. Oh, I mean, you could it's say that of... DC and Marvel are in the same alternate reality universe. Sure, I mean, yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, true. I mean, unless they connect them in films, they're pretty much standard. Yeah, I, I hope that they make. I really like standalone movies. Like, I mean, not every movie has to serve to increase, like, the whole franchise. Because usually that's yes. where everything bad happens with the movie. Because yeah, like, movie, I guess that's one of the faults of Endgame, is that you have to, you have to watch all of the yeah. movies before it in order to get all the payoff. But... It still uh, made two point fine. something billion dollars or something like that. Some insane <laughs> amount of money. Yes, so. a lot of, yes, but a lot of people are marbles. That's true, yeah. yeah, that's true. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just want to point out Michael Douglas, Paul Rudd, and Evangeline Lilly have great chemistry mm -hmm. when they're all yeah. together. Just every actor works really well together, well, especially uh, with the comedy. I feel like um, chemistry is also an important part of making relationship believable. I think this is why the, the Wasp and Ant-Man are the best MCU couple. Because their chemistry is just yeah. so mm -hmm. like, believable. Like, their entire relationship. It's not a one-movie relationship. Yeah, it makes sense. It's built yeah. over multiple yeah. movies. Yeah, and they all have... They have... Yeah, they have motivation. Mm -hmm. It's like... Every, like, every single thing is... Every single thing in this movie, they have motivation. It's clear why they're doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So, this is one of the best things about this. All right, uh, Cassie keeps the big ant. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish it came up more. It comes up no. in the next one, right? Yeah. No, no, Where he's like no, playing it, the drums. 
No, they referenced it actually because with the ugly bunny, it shows that Cassie loves the ugly stuff, and the ant usually ugly. So she, yeah, I just got that like right now. And the final uh, explanation, that's kind of like the ending scene, the explanation. Uh, there's the another one. Civil War and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, first thing, I want to make this very, very clear. I detest Rothko. Okay? Rothko. I really Rothko. hate Rothko. What's that? The, remember um, Ruiz is looking... What's his name again? Louise. Louise. Louise is looking at a painting in the art museum, mm-hmm. right? In that explanation. And it's just look up Rothko's paintings. I hate Rothko. I don't understand why he's so popular. I I didn't just, know. Him. If you know, if you know, you know. All right. <laughs> and then we have the cool Stan Lee cam- yeah, we have the Stan Lee cameo. Out something during this entire like sequence. It's actually a Spider-Man reference because there's this scene where we now have a guy who can like climb up walls, swing from and stuff. Like it references Spider-Man, which sets up Civil War again. Well, this was before they had the Sony Marvel deal as well, which was surprising. Yes, that's uh, perfect. You summed it up. (laughs) Isaac. They had a Spider-Man reference. Yeah. It also makes... Yeah, and then the... Okay, I'm going to skip through the post-credits scene now. Wait, wait. What? What What thing? At the end of the explanation, he's like, so what? He said, yes. What? Oh, and then it cuts. (laughs) I I didn't get that part. You're not supposed to. It's supposed to be funny. Both make no sense. That's the part of the comedy. Yeah. Like, you did see... Did you see his face? Where he was like... He said, yes. And then he just kind of paused. And it was like... Yeah. Wait wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, I'm so connected to the war, okay? Yeah, okay. After credit scene. Wait, wait. This is before Spider-Man. They have they have the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. But so now this is making me wonder because flip forward to the after credit scene. This is like the last one where it's a scene from Civil War where Bucky and Captain America, Captain America and Falcon go towards um, Bucky and they talk and there's a reference to Ant-Man. Makes me wonder if Civil War had been filmed already or. It was just the scene that they filmed of Civil War. It makes you wonder. It's probably just a scene from Civil War that they had filmed. Yeah, That's no, no. Anthony Russo and the, the Russo brothers basically came in and filmed that scene. Yeah. So it's basically just a scene. It's um, literally a scene uh, taken out of the next movie. It is a good setup, though. Oh, yeah, it is a great no, setup. But it also makes And they've, yeah, it they've also, also got the wasp. Wait, I'm still talking about the okay. Civil War. But it also makes... So, they, you don't think they had Civil War already filmed? You think they no. just filmed that? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they were that's, that's Civil War yeah. film production, or they were, or they were filming at the same time. Yeah. Like a little bit but of overlap, no, but not it. It yeah. wouldn't have been that much because Disney's not not going to spend that much money at one time. Yeah. Yeah, there's also and the Spider-Man stuff, which yeah, we're still figuring out. But then the, I was also I also hate the post-credit scenes. Where there are actually scenes from the next movie. Those are the post-credit scenes that I hate. Yeah. Because you can watch them in the next movie. 
Yeah, yeah it's, like, a it's not annoying. very important. Yeah, I like uh, the stuff where they just come up with something new. Yeah, but at least it's not as bad as the one where it was literally just the trailer for the next movie. Yeah, or Captain America punching the yeah. bag. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh, and then there's also the Wasp after credit mm-hmm. scene, which is really cool. Sets it up. Um, yeah. All right. Movie. We have come to the end. Uh, you guys like know how much? When you got the money. Okay. So it cost 130 million USD to make, which is a low for a Marvel movie. But I wasn't I wasn't really that surprised because of yeah. um, uh, Ant-Man's not really a likable character, really, in the comics and stuff. But um, – well, yeah, he's not a he's not a big character. Yeah. Like both well, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Literally, I mean, but uh, yeah, and it made multiple ways. Yeah, it made uh uh five hundred nineteen point three million USD. So pretty. Which is funny okay. because it's one of the lowest grossing movies in the MCU. It still made <laughs> five times the amount five, of five, cost, Yeah, almost basically. Yeah, okay. it's crazy. Okay, now ratings. Uh, it's for me. It's kind of okay. a low rating. Surprisingly, I was surprised uh, with the Rotten Tomato score because Ant-Man and the Wasp Rotten Tomato score is above this one. The Rotten Tomato yeah. score is eighty-three percent Rotten Tomatoes, and the IMDb score is seven point three. Well, can, and can, then it's... the audience score. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the audience score is eighty-six percent, which is pretty okay. high. Which I'll give yeah, that. I mean it's a fun, enjoyable movie. So yeah, and. Yeah, it's a smaller scale. Yeah, it's easy uh, to watch. Smaller scale, one hundred and sixty-six point, uh, one hundred sixty-six thousand eight hundred seventy-six pe- audience rated this. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot well, of people. No, when people it came just, out. And, yeah, when it came out. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a soul lot. This is this is a movie that, like, like I said. If you're trying to get someone into the MCU, you're gonna show them this. You're gonna show them Iron Man. You're gonna show them. Wait, first, like, first, first Avengers, Guardians. I mean, it's it's one of those movies that you're gonna show people. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. If I was, if I was introducing someone to the MCU, I would sh- show them like I would show them like the Captain America film or yeah, one one film, the Avengers. Because well, I think I'd show them Iron Man. Yeah, I'd show them Iron Man. That's as well. like I'd show okay. them Iron Man as the first one. Because it's so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Is amazing. What do you have this at your ranking? I gave because okay. I gave this a three point five. Yeah, me wow. too. Wow. Okay. I agree. That's I give it a I give it a four point five. Uh, the only oh, reason I the only reason I gave it a three point five is that again it doesn't have huge impacts on the MCU, which I like at times, but I feel at this point they were setting it. it I feel like the reason I give it that low, like a lower of a score, is because it was coming off a big movie like Avengers, which is why a lot of people didn't go and see this because they just seen Ultron and stuff like that. This is the movie right yeah. after Ultron. Let me, let me ask you something, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, rate this movie without thinking of the other MCU movies. Then it would be like a four point five. I would agree with you on that. Yeah, uh, there you go. There you go. I, mean, I, I think I'm, in the context. It's higher. Yeah, in the like, context compare, of MCU, I think three point five. You shouldn't uh, rank me, movies based on you shouldn't you shouldn't uh, give movies a score based on the other movies because, um, th- they're based on other movies that they like all the MCU movies. Despite like besides a couple, are like 
really I, good yeah. compared to other movies. Um, like what's what's some of the worst one? Like Iron Man, Iron Man Two, right? Uh, Iron Marvel. Man Two is still a Iron Man Two is still like a good movie Superhero compared movie. to a lot of other movies. So yeah, true. you've got to look at it that way. They have a high um, standard. Even like, My MCU yeah. has a high yes, standard. Yes, yes. They follow that high and standard. The problem with that MCU is they pretty much just it's a money making machine, pretty much. It doesn't really have any like Godfather, or it doesn't really have any like seriously Oscar considered classic movies. Like, people yeah. would argue like Panther would be one, but this, no. but I don't think like Black, no, no, I, it, none of the few movies compared to like Mad Max, Fury Road, yeah, or or like Dark Knight, Logan, or Dark Knight. I mean. The none of them see movies are that level. Like even Infinity War. I mean, Infinity War is a really good movie, but it's not like classic movie. It's not, it's 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 it, um. Yeah, we'll no. go as a classic. I feel Infinity War Endgame will go down as a classic, but not to the level of like some of like the classics now for us, for instance. I feel okay. We have the okay. ratings. So we just went on like a half an hour rant that we're gonna cut because it was completely unrelated yeah. to Marvel. Just talking about movies and some of that. Yeah. So uh, we've realized we've got to rank it. <laughs> So kind of related. Uh, kind of, yeah. Where would you guys rate this on your scale? I had a really tough time with this. I mean, I, I think it's getting more and more tough because, like, I have my good movies and then I have my okay movies and I have my meh movies, like, or bad, I guess. And okay. this is one of the good movies and I'm having a really hard time placing it because uh, I've got my list as it stands is Iron Man, Avengers, Guardians, First Avenger. And it's going to be somewhere in there. And I think Ant-Man, I'm going to put it... It's it's like... It's it's the same thing where it's like tied with Guardians, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to put it above Guardians. Just because I have, I have a lot of... I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie. The comedy in this movie works better than Guardians, and I just I didn't like Guardians like as much on a second watch. So again, I yeah. think what I need to do is watch. I need to watch Guardians again, right after I've seen this movie yeah. to just get it, and then I'll I'll figure it out because as of now, I like Ant Man better than Guardians. I like yeah. if I'm gonna rewatch one, which one would I rather rewatch? I'd rather rewatch Ant. I think the reason Ant Man. Oh. I think one of the reasons why you like Ant-Man so much is just because it's a different tonal shift than what the other movies have been. Because, like, even Guardians is dark at sometimes. Like, Ant-Man is a majority, like, a like a happy, upbeat comedy comparative to, oh, like, yeah. like, it's super it, easy. It's coming off of Ultron, for instance, as well, because that's a darker MCU movie. So. I also have a. And it's thing. got my style of absurdist comedy, mm-hmm. which I love. I also, have, so. I also have one more thing. I also feel like. People who see like a their first like big movie in theaters tend to like the film more than they usually would, because for me the first Star Wars film I've seen in theaters is The Phantom Menace, and that's why I I kind of hold it kind of I guess high because it was the first time I experienced like Star Wars on the big screen, and the first time I could actually see like lightsaber fights on the big screen. I feel like it's kind of the same. Well, here's like, here's here's something. The first movie that I got early access to 
because I was I'm I'm a film I review movies for the school newspaper. Uh, the first one that I got early access to, the first one that I ended up seeing twice in theaters, the first movie that I saw twice in theaters was Captain Marvel, and I don't what? like Captain Marvel. So, but, but I, I, I guess mean, that that doesn't all that's not always true. Yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not because. It's just to the intended uh, audiences, I, I feel, because you were not the intended audience, I feel, of Captain Marvel. Oh, I'm not the intended audience, but well, I don't we'll, think that we'll intended dis- audience should dictate a movie's yeah. being good or bad. We'll discuss the intended audience of Captain Marvel, because that's a... We'll get to Captain... There's a lot... That, Captain Marvel's going to be like a three-hour podcast, and that's going to be tough to edit. Oh. But... <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I would probably... So my list is Guardians, Winter Soldier, Iron Man, First Avenger, Ultron, then Avengers... And I would mm-hmm. probably place it above Ultron, I feel, just for the comedy, because I like a lot more comedy and stuff like that, but I also appreciate dark movies. So like like, like you with Guardians, for instance, it's even pretty even for me, but again, right now, I would probably put it above Ultron, just because like Ultron, I like the movie, it's just not one of my favorite favorite movies. And then like First Avenger, for instance, I love that movie, it's such a good movie and stuff like that. And Same. just Iron Man, okay. Children, Guardians—they're all very good movies. So, like you were saying, it's getting very, very hard to start ranking some of them. To get these okay. top few, it's—they're all so good, you know. Okay, so my list actually might be a little controversial right now. <laughs> it is been controversial. We're going all—we're going all controversial here. I, I guess me, I kind of go against popular opinion sometimes. Yeah. For me, like some movies just don't connect with me. Yep. Like the Iron Man, the uh, for me, uh, the first Iron Man just didn't connect with me. I didn't see like why it was, uh, why it's like the number one MCU film. I didn't see it. <laughs> this movie, I feel like it's kind of like that, but kind of not. So on rewatch, I mean, I feel like this movie's kind of like The Incredible Hulk, where it's forgettable but yet underrated. And also, it's like a movie I, I it wouldn't be my top pick to rewatch. Okay, on my list right now goes our number one pick is Avengers and Winter Soldier. Number two, Guardians, Age of Ultron, First Avenger, and then Incredible Hulk. Because it's a forgettable movie, but when I watched it, I thought it was really good. And then Ant Man is right after Incredible Hulk, but above wow. Iron Man. Above, are you my wait, wait, cake? <laughs> hold on, hold on. What are your what's your bottom? Go up from your bottom, okay? Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, Thor, Thor the Dark World, Iron Man, Ant Man, Incredible Hulk, First Avenger, Age of Ultron, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Last Winter Soldier. Us, I think, I think it's it's funny because our our mids and our top are like completely switched. <laughs> That's no, interesting. I know it's really like unique. I don't know. It's just some movies like just connect with you. Have you ever felt? Yeah. Like no, I totally to... get that. Okay. Thanks. Like, uh, yeah. Um, what's an example? The first Alien movie. That didn't really connect oh, with it uh, at all. I agree. Like the first and... Terminator. That didn't connect. Yeah, I, I I like Terminator a little more, but uh, the first one I haven't seen the second one of I haven't seen Aliens and I haven't seen Terminator Two. I'm actually watching Terminator watch Two Aliens. tonight, so hopefully that's Terminator Two, fantastic, best one, of the best. Sci-fi I should watch sequel. Aliens. Aliens, Wait, hold best on. sci-fi sequel of all time. 
Aliens. Should I watch Aliens? Oh, I was thinking of Aliens. Should 3. I watch Aliens or Terminator Two tonight? Aliens. Oh, oh, Alien Three. Yeah. Alien Three is awful. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's one of the things I love about this is we could talk about the movies and we all have our controversial different opinions and it's awesome. That's so, that's the thing I love yeah. about our group. We all have yeah. different opinions on movies and yet we all agree on some yeah. things, which I oh, love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, we're not just all in the same <laughs> agreement on stuff, which I love. Which I would hate is the thing. I don't. I like seeing the diversity <laughs> and stuff. It's just awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have any closing remarks about the movie? Um, I think it's a forgettable yet underrated movie. I so, will agree with you on that. Yeah. Yes. And if anybody's like hesitant to watch the watch this movie, tell them to uh, at least give it one shot. If they don't like it, they don't like it. That's fine. It has. But if they do, it's not. For, it's not for everyone. It's, but if you like it, you. You're probably gonna really like it. Yeah, it's a more it's more of a specific audience than more of a more normal Marvel movie would be. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. This has been We're the podcast. Out. <laughs> this has been a this fun one. This has been the podcast, the Just Dumb Movies podcast. My brother hates the name, but whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, screw him. <laughs> it makes sense because it's we're just yes, talking about just dumb is. things at times. I feel. Works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Just just dumb movies. All right. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Just Dumb Movies podcast. Tune in next time. I'm not giving a date because I don't know how long <laughs> it's going to take to edit. <laughs> school is yes. also starting. In. And we have – School's already yeah, started. Yeah. We were like a month into school already. It's a month into school. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Tune in wow. next time for uh, – I think we're gonna do a little bit of just like talking about movies and stuff before we get. Oh into yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be the mixed up podcast. Mixed up, mixed up movies podcast. All right, thank you very much for listening, all six of you. We really appreciate <laughs> your patronage. So, uh, patronage? yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll explain it to you later. I'm not really. smart enough for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bye. See you guys in the next episode. <laughs> If you love this episode, if you do, stay tuned. Stay tuned, baby. Bye. Bye. All right, let's get Craig out of here. Yeah, you, Craig.